0: This is PBF podcast number 51, Romeo One Oscar coming to you on PBF Public Radio. Morning Fresh Air with PBF on Radio Free America. Breaking out of Wisconsin overnight. The Blam Tifa bunch brought their purge to, how do you say this name? I'm going to give it a shot A uh, Wawatsa, Wawatosa, there we go. From the post-millennial BLM protesters marched into Wisconsin neighborhoods on Wednesday and smashed windows of homes and businesses. This came after it was announced that charges were not filed against Officer Joseph Mensah in the shooting of 17-year-old Alvin Cole at the Mayfair Mall in Rowatsa in February. It should be noted Officer Joseph Mensah is African-American as well as Alvin Cole. So, there is a lot of documented evidence of people walking up to individuals homes and smashing their windows overnight which which goes against what Michelle Obama in her 24 23 whatever minute diatribe she put out the other day in her explanation of how it's been a very small percentage Studies have shown, you know, 93% mostly peaceful, so those 7% not peaceful. We must realize, too, I mean, there was another Milwaukee resident, uh, some of you have heard of. Now, Growatza is not Milwaukee, but it's damn close, it's the suburbs. This gentleman went by the name of Jeffrey Dahmer. And he was notorious for his serial killing as well as um, cannibalization of people that he brought over. Now, I'm going to imagine that less than 99%, well, excuse me, not less than, it's greater than 99%, ...of his interactions with people... ...were mostly peaceful. But if you were part of that one... ...less than one percent of individuals... ...that happened upon Mr. Dahmer... ...at the wrong time... ...you ended up dead. And I'm sure there's plenty of studies... ...to show us that that is... ...much more peaceful... Than the Blam Tifa bunch bringing their purge. There's video evidence. um, Brendan Gutenschwager. He's an independent journalist as well as Julio Rosas. I did it. I did it. I made the -the over-the-top noise there of somebody who can speak some Spanish, but uh, Julio Rosas from Town Hall were both there, and they documented what happened. They were throwing rocks at residential homes in Ruazza and smashing windows, and the crowd did plea with them that that's somebody's home, but it's an angry mob, and the angry mob doesn't care. They were shining lights in the houses. And eventually the police did deploy tear gas. And the police came out in riot gear. So the background on this, though, is that Cole was shot after bringing a gun to the Mayfair Mall. Both Mensa and Cole are black. The verdict was announced from the steps of the Milwaukee County Safety Building after the family spent more than an hour meeting with District Attorney John T. Chisholm. Now, as opposed to the... um, earlier this summer Kenosha riots insurgency... Uh, The Wisconsin governor, Tony Evers, did decide to bring out the National Guard a little sooner. So they were there, and apparently they protected the town hall and uh, some places like that. But not people's homes. The individuals will not protect your home. It is going to be on you when the purge comes to your burb. But don't worry. Michelle Obama and Barack Obama and an innumerable cast of individuals will come along and let you know that that didn't happen, and if you say it did, you're racist. So, please, just keep your mouth shut and don't be racist. Please. Here's a beauty of a story that comes to us from the National Pulse. New York Times calls for a U.N. election intervention. Says Biden must follow Belarus protesters and appeal to the world for help. So another angle of our impending color revolution, allegedly... The New York Times called for international intervention in the forthcoming presidential election, insisting the Democratic Party, like the Democrat Party, invite the United Nations and a host of George Soros-linked groups to interfere with election outcome. He got Soros. He's uh, funding BLM. Provided some really good seed money there. Now the corporations in this country are kicking in their support into the tune of billions of dollars, including banks. You have Mr. Soros giving money to mayor, or she's not mayors, uh, probably mayors, probably the mayor soon to be of Portland that wears Mao on her skirt and is proud supporter of Antifa, uh, but he does give a lot of money to DAs, and DAs in the McCloskey case in St. Louis. You know, somewhere close to 200000 The DA in Chicago that had chosen not to prosecute Juicy Smolier, He funded that. And now, now, His election observers will come and ensure that our elections are fair. I can only assume this is just going to be a magnificent moment. The opinion editorial entitled America May Need International Intervention was penned by Peter Beinhart, who is also a contributor to The Atlantic. You know, The Atlantic that has an editor who invents lies about our president. And his lies are basically just quotes from the Godfather. But this guy, he, he also writes for The Atlantic. In over 1,000 words, Beinart makes the case for foreign election interferers under the auspices of the notoriously globalist anti-Trump United Nations. Specifically, the body's Human Rights Council. Now, <laughs> do you guys know who sits on the Human Rights Council? I'll give you a few minutes to think about it. A few seconds, not a few minutes. Alright, let's 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 go ahead and fill in the blank. China? China. You know those Uyghurs? That they're putting in concentration camps and having Han Chinese people get in bed. Literally get in bed with the wives of the guys. The wives have to sleep with Han Chinese. Yes. China sits on there. Somalia The Cato Institute utopia of Somalia. The Sudan sits on the Human Rights Council. Venezuela. You know, those people who've destroyed their economy all in the name of socialist progress. People like Sean Penn and the leaders of BLM. Stand up for. Venezuela sits on the Human Rights Council and Qatar, Qatar, kutar which is uh, notorious for its uh, love and support of human rights. Also, its funding of Al Jazeera. Back to the article. Despite this, Beinart tees up his piece, insisting even Democrats might find it hard to imagine, but the leader of the free world would benefit from United Nations oversight again. From the Human Rights Council, which has China, Somalia, Sudan, Venezuela, and Qatar on it. Beinart insists that Democrat Presidential candidate Joe Biden should follow Sviatlana Tikhanovskaya's example and appeal to the world for help. He described Tikhanovskaya's actions as imploring the United Nations to act. In a contested election in Belarus, Tikhanovskaya represents the globalist pick who lost to the duly elected populist Alexander. Lukashenko, a candidate that establishment forces have been attempting to undermine. They may have mentioned this before. Um, Lukashenko claimed like 80%, which is BS. Probably, from all indications, it was somewhere around 50%. But he cracked down massively. I mean, this was some major crack and skulls kind of moment in the streets of Minsk over there in Belarus. And, of course, a little bit of a color revolution kind of thing kicked in over there. You had uh, many Europeans throwing their support, along with you guessed it, George Soros aligned groups and George Kent. George Kent from the Ukraine gate moments. George Kent of the State Department with his little bow tie. George Kent is actively overseeing the reaction of our State Department in Belarus. George Kent <laughs> somehow managed to be in the Ukraine during the orange color revolution from 2013 to 2014, where US money went into founding three television stations that just popped up during that revolution. Yes, indeed. But I drift really far from the article here. For many Americans raised to see the United States as a natural leader of the free world, it may be hard to imagine requesting foreign intervention against tyranny in our own land. But as historians like Gerald Horn and Carol Anderson have detailed, there's a long history of black Americans doing exactly that. He implores Democrats to bolster the actions of Organizations for Security and Cooperation in Europe, an International Election Advisory Board, which concluded American elections contravene OSCE commitments and international standards with regard to universal and equal suffrage in 2018. So we'll mail out ballots to everyone. And this will fix it. And then George Soros groups will come in and help us out. There's a weird pattern here, George Soros. The even weirder pattern is the fact that our media refuses to talk about it. And if you mention George Soros' name, who Israel has condemned, if you mention his name, you're anti-Semitic. Again, Israel doesn't like the guy. They don't want him there yet. If you talk against him, it's anti-Semitic. What an interesting game. In addition to partnering with the United Nations, the European Union, the Council of Europe, and the World Bank, OSCE also has links to progressive mega-donor, ding, 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 George Soros. Soros was a keynote speaker at the opening session of an OSCE special meeting in 2003. And individuals from his foundation, the Open Society Institute, have advised the body. (laughs) For example, George Charvizdizzi, that's a very Georgian name, the former director at the Open Society Institute spoke at the OO oh, in Georgia, too, which had a color revolution sponsored by the Open Society Foundation. I'm going to have to look this guy up. It's the first time I've seen his name. but This individual spoke at the OSCE Economic Forum to promote collaboration with the Institute's academic fellowship program. And in 2012, the Open Society Institute advised the group on its human dimension implementation meeting providing a comprehensive nine-page brief on the issue. Beinart continues insisting Democrats should use the OSCE's report as evidence in an appeal to the same body where Tikhanovskaya made hers, the United Nations Human Rights Council. And remember, she made those appeals to China, Somalia, Sudan, Venezuela, and Qatar. Just have some of those boys come over here in the blue helmets. I'm sure everybody will welcome them with open arms. I <laughs> you imagine that some CCP people here under the auspices of the United Nations. Yeah, that, that will go over well. Beinert also pushes Democrats to lodge a complaint with the Organization of American States, a regional organization that has pledged to respond rapidly and collectively in defense of democracy. Surprisingly, (laughs) China similarly sits on the group's observer board. China sits on the Organization of American States Observer Board and on the U.N. Human Rights Council. Oh, and the Organization of American States also retains links to George Soros. He lectured the group back in 2006. The calls for foreign election interference emanating from the New York Times represent a complete reversal of the paper's year-long crusade to tie President Trump to foreign collusion with Russia. Because interestingly, we know that they have looked the other way and not chosen to look at what China has done in their uh, election interference. Hell, them hacking our military database and getting records on everyone. So the CCP <laughs> sits on the United Nations Human Rights Council and is an advisor <laughs> to the Organization of America States. And the New York Times wants them to help out along with George Soros. But don't say that because you're anti-Semitic. Remember, so far today, we've covered this. If people come and smash your windows in your suburban neighborhood, it's not... It's not what you think it is. You're racist to think so. Those damn lion eyes of yours. And... We need the United Nations Human Rights Council and George Soros aligned groups to come in and just kind of help us keep stuff together here in the United States. What do you guys think? Another little piece from the post millennial. New Jersey postal worker arrested after allegedly discarding nearly 100 ballots. A U.S. postal worker in New Jersey has been arrested after allegedly discarding nearly 100 mail in ballots. 1,875 pieces of mail were retrieved from a dumpster in North Arlington and West Orange, New Jersey, on October 6th and 5th, according to ABC7. Nicholas Beauchene, a 26-year-old from nearby Kearney, was charged with one count of obstruction of mail and another count of delay, of delay, secretion, and rejection of mail. Secretion not the way I've seen that word used before. The recovered pieces of mail included 99 ballots for the upcoming U.S. presidential election. That's nearly 100. Pretty damn close. The discarded mail also included 276 flyers related to the local town council elections. Bo Sheen, who faces up to five and a half years in prison and over $250,000, USD and fines if convicted on both counts, was the only mail carrier assigned to the addresses which the recovered mail was addressed on the days they were delivered. The discarded mail was discovered by New Jersey resident Howard Dinger, who said he found the mail in a dumpster behind a bank. While no clear motive has been established, The revelation gives credence to the millions of Americans who are concerned with the potential for mail-in voting to lead to voter fraud. Do we have a clear motive as to why New Jersey resident Howard Dinger was looking in that? I mean, I'm glad he was. But was he dumpster diving? It left this out of the article. Nine ballots were discovered, discarded in a dumpster in neighboring Pennsylvania two weeks ago, seven of which were cast for President Donald Trump. The president has repeatedly expressed concern over the potential for mail-in voter fraud to swing the election in favor of his opponent, former Vice President Joe Biden. They're sending millions of ballots all over the country. There's fraud. They found them in creeks. They found some just happened to have the name Trump just the other day in a waste paper basket. This is going to be a fraud like you've never seen. Boshein is scheduled to appear in court in Newark, New Jersey, this afternoon. I'm sure, I'm sure, though, if we talk to the United Nations Human Rights Council, if we talk to the Organization of American States, if we talk to George Soros... They would all gladly come in here and, and and take a look at this for us. Make sure it's okay. I'm sure they'd look into the individuals in specific cities that have received up to seven ballots. I'm sure they'd look into those dead people who've received ballots at addresses. Just just be patient, people. These these the Sudan, the Chinese, Somalia. Venezuela, they're on top of it. They're going to make sure this is no problem. Don't worry. I did mention this earlier. It looks like Mark and Patricia McCloskey are facing charges. For exhibiting guns at rioters. And they, they threw a little extra thing on there. Tampering with evidence. So, as I mentioned earlier in this podcast, we know that the DA out there got in the 2016 election cycle almost $200,000 from George Soros is gonna fix our elections. We know that the DA asked the police force to fix the weapon that Patricia has been carrying because unfortunately when they got the weapon, it wasn't functioning she described it as a prop but apparently by what i'm reading here the da is saying that they somehow tampered with that gun you know that. that's what i'm guessing here and that because they knew the da was going to come and confiscate their weapons and so even though they were surprised when the weapons were taken away they disabled that. They didn't disable the AR. But they did disable that one. It's <laughs> not some good tampering people. But what is real interesting was that the individuals from Blamtifa that threatened them, threatened to kill their dog, tore down the fence in the community. They had all charges dropped. <laughs> so, BLM mobs can come into your neighborhood, can threaten you, break your out, break windows in your house. Or uh, apparently, they don't because that doesn't happen. Even though we see video evidence of this, your lying eyes. But luckily, Michelle Obama assures us that that doesn't happen. But if it does happen, they won't be charged. And if you're in one of these lefty, over-the-top cities, <laughs> you will be charged. And you'll be charged with tampering if you wave a weapon that is, was a stage prop. You'll be charged with tampering that. Because you're anticipating them coming in and looking for that weapon. Good times, my friends. Good times. Thanks again for uh, tuning in to our podcast. You know, if, if you like this, please do share it. Uh, this is Romeo1Oscar, and I am out.